From Tulsa Tech, helping you make your own path with insights and information about the world of career training. The Tech Times Podcast starts right now. Welcome to this episode of the Tech Times Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Williams. This episode, we are continuing our tour of the Peoria campus, looking at our Medical Health Records Clerk program. To guide us through all the acronyms and more, I'm excited to be joined today by our instructor, Ms. Taylor Lethridge. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Ryan. I'm glad to be here. So before we dive into all things records clerks and medical records and things like that, I want to get to know you a little bit more so our listeners can kind of understand your expertise. Um, Tell us a little bit about your career journey. How did you make your path? Okay, so um, I did not come from education. I actually came from industry. Way back in 2010, I was asked to come and interview for the medical coding position. So prior to that, I was managing a cardiology office um, by St. John's, and my former office manager was actually teaching medical assisting, Kim Foth, if anyone's been around that long. And so she asked if I would apply for the medical coding position, and I was um, honored to be hired by Mr. John Robinson, and here I am. But again, not from education. I came from the hospital. My undergrad was... um, a pre-PA track, and then my master's is in healthcare administration. So here I am now. Okay, in the so for our listeners who may not know all the acronyms, a pre-PA, PA school, physicians assistant. Okay, thank yes. you so much. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, and what made it? So it sounded like you got started right out of college into industry. Yes. So I was actually, um, I did go through a training program when I was a freshman in college, and I became a CNA. So a certified nurse assistant, um, I recognize the value of continuing my education, but also working at the same time. So I went to school Monday through Friday, and then I worked weekend option at St. John's as a nurse assistant, and then as a unit clerk, and then as, as a surgery scheduler, and just kind of ventured all around the hospital. So you're kind of a Jane of all trades. I am. Oh, nice. Yes. yes. So um, you said you had a little bit of influence, but what made it feel like teaching was the right move for you? Um, I knew that I had had impactful people throughout my education, and I wanted um, to do the same for others. I think um, after being in the classroom for a year, um, Charles Murphy said, if you can make it through this first year, then you'll be just fine. And it I started August 1st. Everyone was at August conference back then, and um, I got thrown to the fire, but it was that first day of having students come in and seeing their desire to want to be better, to want to go out in industry, really fueled my desire to want to be an educator and to reach, to help them reach their goals. That sounds like sage advice from Mr. Murphy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. Well, many people may not know what a medical health records clerk actually does. Can you explain that actual job for us a little bit? Yes. So a medical health records clerk is really that front line person that you see when you walk into the doctor's office, maybe the radiology clinic, or even the hospital emergency room or urgent care. They're the person that's greeting you. They're taking down your demographics. Um, They're taking your insurance card. Maybe they're verifying your insurance coverage. And it's really the very beginning of what we consider the revenue cycle 
for the medical field. It's really kind of your customer experience of uh, the actual practice. They're the first face you see. They're a smiling yes. presence. So yes, very cool. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit deeper into the program and the skills that set students in this program apart. For more than 100 years, Oklahoma Career Tech has been training skilled and dedicated individuals, giving clear career paths to over 90,000 graduates a year. These individuals are the heartbeat of the Oklahoma workforce serving thousands of companies, fueling this state's economy. Oklahoma is powered by CareerTech. We are back with our medical health records clerk instructor, Ms. Taylor Dethridge. Uh, before the break, we talked a little bit about what a medical health records clerk does. What are a few of the top skills that future clerks need to do their job well? Great question. So customer service. We, um, I tell my students, I want them to be the Chick-fil-A of the medical field. I want them to make their patients feel welcomed. A lot of times patients that are coming to healthcare facilities have a lot of anxiety and fear. And so they need to be that person that is providing a smile, that's providing warmth and helping to ease that anxiety. What do you think that is in terms of what, why do patients come into offices with that much anxiety about? I think it's the fear of the unknown. Mm. Sometimes they're not coming to us under the greatest of circumstances. Maybe they have signs or symptoms that are leading to um, an acute or chronic condition that may um, provide a prognosis that is somewhat scary. Um, and so we just need to be that person that makes them feel comfortable. Sometimes um, accessing healthcare is new or foreign to people. And so um, new experiences, again, create anxiety. And we have to be the person that kind of is the calm amongst their storm. That's so great. Um, so our program is a uh, one-year high school program, but also a five-month all-day adult program. Uh, tell us a little bit about the components that go into the skill set that gets those folks out into the workforce so quick. Sure. So what we're currently working on, we're at the beginning of um, the program, and we are working on medical terminology. So it's important for anyone working in healthcare to understand um, all the parts of the body, the anatomy, the physiology, but then we have to speak the same language as our healthcare professionals. So we have to communicate with nurses and physicians and um, radiology technicians. And if we're all speaking the same language, it just helps our job run more smoothly. Then we're going to move into looking at insurance processes, um, you go in, you provide your insurance card, they take a copy of the front and the back, and you never really know what's going on. But we're needing to build the claim to send to the insurance company to ensure that our providers are being reimbursed. Okay, I have a curious question. Mm -hmm. So do the insurance companies have the same vernacular as the medical offices? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Okay, yes. Because that yes. would be very confusing. Um, so your students also participate in student, what we call career tech student organizations. Can yes. you tell us a little bit about how they participate in those? Yes. So we just finished our um, elections for our officers, for our B Business Professionals of America officers. And um, with the help of BPA and the State Department, all of our students and our programs up here that are business focused, so accounting, legal, and then 
myself medical health records, our students have finished their level one certification for BPA. So we know all things BPA. We know um, about the professionalism behind it, the, um, the service behind it. So we're excited to get our year started. We're heading down to Norman in October for our fall leadership conference where the students are going to learn about their different roles within the program and hear from a great keynote speaker. Great. So then they do uh, state contests and or uh, those types of, and then can move on to national contests. Yes. So state competitions will be in February, March, and then we'll look to head to Chicago at the end of April, beginning of May. What skills do they test in those type of competitions? So it really um, just varies. We like to find out what the students' interests are at the beginning. Specifically for my program, we are testing in medical terminology. Everyone takes that test. And then we also do patient billing and medical insurance. We do a little bit of ICD-10 coding. We do um, resumes. We do we have competitions in entrepreneurship and global marketing. And those kind of fan out into all over business topics. Cool. So we're continuing our tour here of the Peoria campus. Do you happen to have any fun facts or quirks about this campus that you're willing to share with the internet? So I just moved classrooms from my old medical coding classroom, and one day, it was fall break, and the alarm went off for the intruder on campus. And oh, no. <laughs> I know, I know. We're all scared. But it was just they were, you know, testing out the alarms. And um, I was deep into lesson preparation, and I thought it was real. And I used the bookshelves in my classroom to climb up into the ceiling tiles. So there's still a moved ceiling tile in that closet. I know you're What eyes. a great drill for you. I mean, what a great way to well, my have a realistic My instructors are like, where are you? What's, you know, are you okay? And I come out covered in dust. And <laughs> <laughs> But another great story though, we got remodeled up here um, several years ago. And right before the remodel though, it was another fall break and it had been raining and the ceiling collapsed Don't tell inside everybody. of my office. I think <laughs> no. it's a great story. Oh, no. It collapsed in your office? <laughs> yes, all over my desk. That's terrible. Yes. But look at our beautiful facilities we have now. Yeah. And my name, along with three other instructors, our names are written on the beam inside of the Ooh, little trade secret there? Yes. All right. Yeah, it's hidden. Cool. One day when One I'm day. long gone, That's right. they'll find it. That's right. Do you have any um, fun classroom stories in, from years past? I think my greatest um, or some of my funnest memories are traveling with our students. This past year, we took several students to um, Anaheim, California. And it's a great opportunity to take students um, out into the world. We'd had students that have never flown before, traveled before, and things that we might take for granted, like a moving um, walkway. It was a new experience for a student. And wow. so we stood and we walked back and forth on it several times um, because it was just, it was fun. Yeah. And you forget sometimes when you're in the rat race of life that there are those small moments that can be significant to others. Was that for a national competition? That, that was. That was for National BPA. Yes. Oh, awesome. Yes. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Tech Times podcast, Taylor. We appreciate all of the information you were able to provide. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Tech Times podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to like us on social media. 